Thank you for stopping by Curious Cast with your host, Curious Amber. Today I found a Yahoo article, um, actually a Yahoo Money article. It's the same thing as Yahoo Finance. It's just their, the, I guess, subsection. The um, article talks about workers who are willing to take pay cuts or slash benefits um, in order to work remotely. Now, there are positive things about working remotely and there's negative things about working remotely, um, just as there's positive and negative things about working in the office. The, the article is going to talk about more of what the employees are willing to give up. So let's go ahead and dive in. The title of the Yahoo Money, or excuse me, Yahoo Finance um, post is Workers are ready to give up pay and benefits to stay remote. Survey finds. This was written by Danista Teskova. It was published August 25th, 2021. Now, the article starts off, remote workers aren't ready to let go of their home office and would like to take a pay cut or give up benefits to never return to the office. Almost two thirds of remote workers or those looking for a remote job are ready to take a 5% cut to work from home, according to a survey by Breezy of 1,000 workers. So almost one in four said that even a 15% pay cut would be an acceptable trade-off. While 15% of workers are ready to sacrifice a quarter of their pay to not go to the office. We're gonna go into what Breezy CEO and co-founder uh, told Yahoo Finance. So what he said, or excuse me, uh, yes, he, what he said is remote work is really becoming a new employee benefit. Uh, the CEO is named Colin Nabati. The um, CEO goes on to say that employers need to look at this holistically to realize that to compete in a post-COVID world, the flexible work environment are so incredibly important to remaining competitive. Employees are ready to trade more than their salary to continue working from home. The article continues and it states that around 46% of the workers are ready to give up a quarter of their pay time off, which is also known as PTO, while 15% of workers would trade their entire PTO just to be remote. Additionally, 39% of workers would substitute their health benefits for not returning to the office, while 36% would give up their retirement plan. More than half of the workers, which they factor 53% out of 1,000, would work an additional 10 hours a week as long as it's from home. Navity um, chimes in. What this is showing is employees now value remote work just as much or more than some of the most popular traditional benefits like PTO, health insurance, dental, and vision. The article continues. Many big technology companies include Google, Facebook, and Twitter, which have been reportedly cutting pay for workers who choose to work from home permanently or move or live in less expensive areas. For instance, Google's 
uh, employees who used to commute longer distance and choose to work remotely may experience pay cuts based on the area they live in. The company says that their compensation has always been determined by location and will defer from city to city according to reporting by Reuters. Pay cuts and Google can be as high as 25% per Reuters. Nabity um, says to be competitive in a post-COVID work environment, employers need to have flexibility when it comes to remote work. There's a lot of cost savings for employees to work from home. That's something the employers need to take into account. So, Nabity, who talked to the Yahoo Finance, he interviewed a thousand people, and this is the percentage that he got from them. He's the uh, CEO and co-founder of Breezy Surveys. So if anybody wants to take a look into them, by all means, Breezy is the company's name. The, the article ended after Nabity said uh, employers need to take this into or the flexibility of remote working into account. The thing is that remote, remote working it is good for commuters. Um, one thing I want, the questions I want to bring up is, is it fair to do a pay cut depending on where you live, city from city? Because a lot of these companies, they go to some of the most expensive areas. Uh, for instance, um, Apple and Dale are in Austin, Texas. Google is in Austin, Texas, and there is a Facebook, oh, I need, I need to scratch that one off. I'm not sure if Facebook, uh, they have a headquarters here, but I know Google and Dell, um, what was the other one? Basically, there are several big companies that are in Austin, Texas, and Austin, Texas is one of the most expensive cities in Texas and so a lot of individuals they live about an hour two hours away from Austin and they commute now this isn't necessarily because they're trying to um, they're trying to super save money like this was intended no the way Austin or the way the cities work um, is that there's a hell of traffic and a lot of the commuters, what they end up getting, the people who live in the city, they get stuck through all this traffic. They do get stuck with high payments. They get stuck with high cost of living. These are all factors um, to which they move out. And traffic is a big issue. A lot of times, leaving the neighborhoods of these uh, city suburbs, or even the suburb areas of these cities that surround these cities, is troubling to a lot and sometimes depending on what route you have it's actually a lot easier to live off of a highway further away like let's say because a lot of people my mom did it where she lived out in a small uh, country town but it um, it didn't parallel it but it paralleled with the highway and there were several um, several roads that could connect to the main highway which was 35 and so here she is uh, driving up to go to either Austin or San Antonio 
and she could just um, drive the back roads and then go on one of the country roads and hit a highway, a main highway, and then typically the jobs are right off the highways. I'm sorry if this doesn't make any sense, but the point is commuting can sometimes be easier to get to your job. There, there is a lot of trouble with getting out of city neighborhoods. Um, my mother-in-law did this, and she or she she worked at a um, a big company, and we lived with her. And her commute within the city was about 45 minutes, and she was only about 10 miles away. This drove her crazy. My mother-in-law ended up moving two hours away. And her commute did get to two hours, but because of the highway she was taking, it shot her right towards her job. So her two-hour drive was less stressful because she wasn't having to deal with stop-and-go traffic for 45 minutes, that she took that. And a lot of other people... Traffic is a big factor over over the cost of living. And so when I hear companies such as Google, Twitter, and Facebook say that they go by city by city, I just want to call bullshit on that. Because a lot of people value living right next to their job. And in fact, Google is right next to the domain in Austin. And the domain is a shopping center that also has apartments above it, a bunch of apartments. And there's more apartments going up there. There's a lot of people, especially single um, individuals that don't have children, that would choose to move closer to their job and not deal with traffic. They will be willing to spend the extra thousand just to be right next to their job. Doctors do it. Lawyers do it. It is not a money issue with when it comes to getting to work. The thing about getting to work is that there's a lot of accidents that can happen on the way. This is what's bad about actually going to a location. Is that in America, we don't have coverage for... Um, or our job doesn't cover accidents on our way to work. But that is what our car insurance is for. That is what our health insurance is for in case of anything of that sort. Now, sometimes the system fails. Sometimes the system really takes care of you. It's, it's not necessarily the luck of the draw, but it is what you pay for. So if you get a cheap insurance company that's from a back alley... And it says some kind of like like ATX insurance or something like that. I'm pretty sure that's out there. <laughs> but that's going to be like one of the cheapest, cheapest insurance you're getting. But you're going to spend $53 to not get much covered. Versus Blue Cross Blue Shield where you're paying about $300 a month out of your check. So that you can make sure that if you go to the emergency you're not paying $5,000 up front so there are pros and cons to getting to the office um but the main one that has to deal with or the main main con that has to deal with um people working remotely and not getting to the office 
uh, that affects the business is culture. So in business, there are your employees that come to work every day. Those employees get used to a certain way of working, a certain way of living at the office. This way of living builds a culture. You learn who to um, bond with, you learn who can help you faster, you learn what um, the characteristics of everyone in the office, and you learn the rules of the office, you learn the boundaries of the office, you learn um, just different aspect of office life. And this helps, along with the rules of the company, helps build a culture. Now, when you have a lot of remote workers, they have their own culture. They're like little islands of the business. And also, um, because they're little islands, each of these little islands have to have their own security measures. And that's another thing that affects the business. It's hacking. So the thing is, is that um, people who choose to, ro to work remotely not only give up security because their business is constantly connected to them, but they're also giving up uh, the culture of the company. They are doing their own thing and they are building their own culture with their own rules with the people that they talk to versus what's happening in the office. So if that person who was remotely were to ever come back to the office, they would have to pick up the culture of the office, which could be complicated, which could lead to uh, things like firing or quitting or over because of over anxiety, anything of that sort. Now, most adults the past the age of uh, 35, mainly past the age of 40, they don't come, succumb to anxiety of moving back to the office as much as younger adults. Younger adults right now, um, they have more anxiety about being in the office, and this is the range from 40 and below. This is mainly because we in this group have grown up with technology, and there is a lot of factoring that, or a lot of things that factor into using technology over being in face-to-face. -face. Now, this is something that the generation, either they need to evolve it to a better way of, of communicating or um, fix the anxiety they have about going to the office. Anyway, the thing with uh, going back to the culture is if anyone were to leave the office to work remotely, they would also have to create their own culture again. They'd have to start anew. Um, besides that, there there's a lot of factors that go into um, wanting to work remotely. And if they are a good thing or a bad thing, it's that's going to be on a person to per or excuse me, a case to case deal. So, if y'all want to let me know what you think, if working remote works better for you, or if working in the office works better for you, you could always email me at curiousamber30 at gmail.com and let me know what y'all are thinking. I will definitely get back to you.
And thank you very much for stopping by. And until next time, y'all stay curious.